Yo, 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 it's your girl and boy CT. I'm Cindy Barnes. And I'm Travis Barnes. And we are the founders of the Overcomers Podcast. The Overcomers Podcast is designed to help you overcome adversity and live your dreams. Every week, we will be sharing stories of people who found their strength in their struggle. The Overcomers Podcast is sponsored by Journey 333. And that's a lot of threes, so let me tell you what it is. It's fitness, coaching, and nutrition. It is a place where we help you to look better, live better, and feel better, and it is mind, body, spirit. Today, we're going to help you get your mind right with our special guest. Hello, Overcomer Nation. Well, I could not be any more excited about our guest that we have today. She is actually this year's recipient of the Idea Award, oh, the Idea Award for World Inspiration Award. So wait till you hear. We have somebody with over 40 years in the fitness industry. I'm going to let her tell you a bit about her path. But before I bring her on the show, I want to let you know that as you become interested and want to learn more from her, she does ongoing yoga teacher certifications. And you can do that from anywhere in the world because they're hybrid. And then you can also participate in her next group that's starting on September 7th, or go to her retreat or both, go to a retreat in Kauai on November 22nd. So that would be a great place to spend your Thanksgiving. Hawaii, Kauai, let's go. All right, Denise Drews, welcome to the show. Thank you, Travis. It is such an honor to be here. I'm so, I'm such a fan and you're doing good work in the world. And I'm just, I'm grateful that you see me as an overcomer. And I hope that we can share some stories and tips today that inspire your audience. Well, yes, you're definitely an overcomer. You're an inspiration to all who know you. It was our Todd Durkin, our very own Todd Durkin, uh, who contacted me and said, you know, you should have this this woman on your show. So I'm like, okay, well, let's, let's go. Sounds like an overcomer to me, you know? So I, I just... You know, everybody feels that way about you. And I'm sure that's why you received that award. I'm sure you're inspiring lots of people. So can we talk a little bit about your path over these last 40 years? Uh, you know, your perspectives on fitness. Can we uh, give us a little bit of your history, your timeline, if you will? Yes. And first, let me just shout out to Todd. Like whenever Todd says you should do this, we all jump and say, okay, Todd. So here we are. So I'm grateful to Todd for that. Um, Pull me back if I get too far into the weeds. I'll try to hit the highlights. All right. I started teaching aerobics in 1981. I was working at a health club, front desk. They needed an instructor. It was on a floor with green shag carpeting. I had bare feet and leg warmers, and I had seen a couple Jane Fonda videos. So I just jumped out on the floor and started wooing, and, and, and my passion for fitness was born when I saw those three women that came into my class leave better than they entered. Mm. They came in with the posture and just um, sluggish and they left laughing and hugging each other. And it was just, I realized maybe I had a gift. And so um, right after that, I went to college. I got a degree in health education and I put myself through college teaching aerobics. So I got Utah State University to give to let me use a gym. And I stood at the door and I collected $1 per person. Had wow. my big boom box and I would get 70 to 80 people there every night for aerobics because it was the heyday back then. Right. And um, I made enough money teaching aerobics. I never had to take out student loans, put myself through college, um, got finished with college and I stumbled into corporate wellness, which was brand new then. 
And being an entrepreneurial-minded person, decided to start a little company called The Fitness Factor. And I got 20 corporate clients, just small businesses around here. And I would drive in my Suzuki Samurai to all these businesses. And we would test body fat and um, BMI and blood pressure and heart rate. And then we would jump up and down and do aerobics. I love yeah. these visuals and I'm getting the the leg warmers, the <laughs> box. We're so concerned nowadays with whether we have Sonos or surround sound, but the old 80s boom box leading the class, the, driving around the Suzuki Samurai. I love it. I love it. <laughs> it was way easy. I would love to go back to those days where you just put out your hand and everybody hands you a dollar. <laughs> right? A dollar. A dollar class. That's great. That's yeah. great. All right. Yeah. I didn't want to take you off track, but I just love the visual. You know, it's just so fun. Yeah. So that uh, driving around to 20 businesses got to be pretty cumbersome. And so I thought naively, it would be really cool to have a space where those people could come to me. And so I opened a gym in 1989 called the Anatomy Academy. And it was downtown Salt Lake City. It was um, it was the heyday when like the Utah Jazz was in the playoffs for a few years straight with the Chicago Bulls. Carl Malone taught spin classes for us. Um, Madonna came to our gym and brought Dennis Rodman with her, and we just it was kind of like the place to be for eleven years. Wow. So, Pretty cool. You had some pretty amazing guests in that gym. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And it was just like any small gym that you've ever been a part of. It sounds to me like your experience with your, um, what, what is it called? Three journey. Yeah. Journey three, three, three. Yeah. Journey three, three, three. It's family, right? It's yes, family. Absolutely. Yeah. And so I got to, I got to experience that for those 11 years, met my husband there. We got married. He became our business partner had a couple kids along the way. Um, we ended up opening women's gyms because at the time the curves thing was coming on strong. And so we started catering to the feminine audience and all the needs there. Um, so along the way, I just kept learning different fitness tricks. We put a step underneath our feet. We put weights in our hand. We put a spin bike underneath our butt, right? And um, eventually a yoga mat. So through all of those years, in the year 2000, I started teaching yoga. And little by little, as I have aged, yoga has become my love and my passion. And I'm weaning myself slowly away from the more high-impact, high-intensity activities. And now most of my time is spent doing yoga, teaching people how to teach yoga, and giving back in the world through the practices of yoga. That's really interesting. Really great for me to hear, too. What has it been about the benefits of yoga that have intrigued you the most? Because, and I'm asking from a, a body that uh, it's gotten a few little hiccups as we've gone along. You know, the shoulder remembers the heavy bench presses and the lower back uh, remembers all the running. And, you know, I mean, the hip lately is feeling something, you know. So, you know, uh, curious as you talk about weaning yourself off away from the high impact what have been some of the benefits that have just made you so passionate about what you're doing with the yoga? If I'm really honest with you, and this is not popular in the yoga world, but I started yoga as a way to a different way to work out. I just viewed it as another tool in my tool belt. 
another type of workout. So I started with a lot of power yoga and high intensity yoga, hot yoga. Um, and at the time that was great. But the more I did yoga, the more I realized I enjoyed the way it felt to take deep breaths and really be aware of my breath while I was doing exercise. So that was a slight shift. And then I started to realize for that hour that I was doing that kind of exercise, my mind wasn't doing all the mind things. I was super focused on here and now. And so that's been, you know, 30 years. No, that's not true. No, I started in 2000. That's been 23 years. Um, now it's very much a mental game for me that it, it really has taught me how to be present how to stay focused on this moment, appreciate what's right here, right now, not get too far ahead of myself, appreciate my breath, slow down. And it has, it just helps so much with aches and pains when you, when you have that kind of mindset. Oh boy. You know, overcomer nation. I don't know if you're listening to that, but as I listen, I'm thinking to myself, I could use some help slowing down my mind. I <laughs> my mind is very busy. And, and quite often when people talk about meditation, it, it sounds more challenging than them talking to me about a 400 pound bench press. You know, I'm just, you know, less intimidated. Uh, yeah. So I could definitely use that discipline in my life. Now, you mentioned the various kinds of yoga and you have another certification starting on September 7th. Um, what type of yoga are you certifying people in? Like, how does that yoga, yoga certification work? You know, what can they expect? My philosophy is make yoga a yes for every body. And so we teach, it's called vinyasa style, which is just a popular style of yoga that flows. You'll, the things that are familiar are sun salutations, um, moving through several postures in one class. Um, but I teach my students how to, I call it layer up. So start at the very most basic version of every pose that everyone in the room can do, and then add options upward versus here's the pose. If you can't do this, you can modify because people won't layer down as easily. So I just, I teach people how to teach larger bodies, people that have had injuries, people coming back from injuries, pregnant people, larger bodies, incarcerated people, folks in recovery, um, all bodies. So it really is, that's our focus is making it accessible. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm glad that you mentioned incarcerated people. And not just because I used to be one, but uh, <laughs> uh, incarcerated people because of your yoga forward. Uh, I think that that was one of the reasons, one of many reasons that I'm sure that you received this award this year because you're you're doing something very special. Can we talk a little bit about what yoga forward is? Absolutely. Yeah. So yoga forward is a nonprofit. It's a 501c3 that I formed with my best friend. And our mission is to take yoga where it isn't. And the majority of our work focuses on taking yoga into our Utah State Correctional Facility, um, which I'd love to tell you all about. But if I can, let me start with why, like how I how I got here, why this is important in, yeah, in our work and in my life. So um, my father was um, an alcoholic, and he became incarcerated when I was thirteen. He spent 15 years in prison. And uh, as I was telling you before the show, the good news is when he got out, he was sober and I got 20 good years with him. And my boys grew to know a whole different 
guy than I had known, right? And so my heart was always with incarcerated people. Mm -hmm. Um, And I had a really good mentor. Her name is Sean Korn. She's a yoga teacher, very well-known yoga teacher. She says often, if you want to know where to serve, go to your wounds. Mm. Go to the places in your life where you have experienced pain and chances are pretty good that it's calling you back there because who better than you? So who better than me to go back into that place that was so embarrassing and so painful and so hard for me as a teenager? Who better than me to go back there and see people who are someone's dad, someone's sister, someone's best friend, right? I see them through different eyes. I don't, I don't ever ask, what did you do to get here? Because I don't want to know. What you did is not who you are. Yes. Who you are today and what you're doing with your life, let's move forward together. And, I, and that's unique to someone who has a loved one or like you said, you yourself, if you've been there, you have a different relationship with those folks, right? Yes, yes. Can you uh, say that quote one more time? If you want to know where to serve. Go to your wounds. Wow, that's so good. So yeah. good. Yeah, yeah where your pain is, that's that's where you find your purpose. Right? Because we don't go through anything significant unless it's to benefit other people, right? I mean, that's if people need to find something in what they're going through, maybe you're going through it so that you can help others. Just challenge yourself to think that way. That's that's so good. Yeah. Uh, and so I went back there. I waited until my dad passed. I let him tell his story and he didn't talk about prison while he was alive. So once he passed, I felt like I could tell my version of the story and I went back there. Um, there's a t- I did a TED talk that tells this whole story in nine minutes. So you can pull it up with just my name um, and get, you know, fill in the blanks. <laughs> um, but I went back there to just teach yoga and very quickly I realized there was a need for yoga teacher training that they had other trades that people were learning in prison. And I thought, why not teach these women how to be yoga teachers? And it was amazing how fast the yes came back. So that's kind of how you know too, right? Right. When those doors just like swing open, like, whoa, I guess we're doing this. Um, So we, we enrolled 10 women into a yoga teacher training program in the prison. Um, it's a 200-hour program, so they had to work really hard between their jobs, their school, and the prison schedule, but we got it done, and all but one of those people are out now in the community, better better individuals, and they have this skill that they can use to teach in their communities, which is so beautiful. That is beautiful. Um, that is awesome. That is so yeah. great. Thank you for doing what you're doing. Uh, just a, a quick little side note, but both are connected. Is the course you teach as a, the hybrid course that you mentioned that anybody can join? It starts on September 7th. Uh, is that also a 200 hour course? It is. All right, same thing. Okay. It's the exact same thing. And um, we are offering that now both to men and women in the Utah State Correctional Facility. We've graduated, I think we're at about 50 incarcerated people right now, but the prison just approved our curriculum for something called productive time programming 
that folks can use to get time knocked off their sentence. Uh, they can put it before the board showing I've made good use of my time. So now almost overnight, the demand has just exploded. So I think we're gonna be a lot busier in the near future out there. Yeah. Um, but I have one more exciting piece I wanna share about the prison with you. Oh, and please do, please do. You're yeah. it's making me cry. You know, I have a lot of emotional <laughs> connections to this and I appreciate the way you just said that I don't want to know what you did because what you did is not who you are. Um, you know, God picked you out because of the way that you can uniquely see people and give them a second chance because not everybody gives people a second chance. And most people don't even know what somebody did to go to prison and they already write them off because they're in prison. So they must be bad, you know, and right. Uh, I love your heart. So please share. <laughs> please continue. Thank you. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know how else to feel. That's that's just my truth. And that's what's what I mean. And that's what Sean meant. Go to your wounds because I just I just do it differently and see it differently. So thank you for hearing that and acknowledging that. It's yeah. it's a gift to me more than anyone, honestly. Um, but there's one woman there who took the first course and she's serving a life sentence. And she got very excited about the possibilities of spending the rest of her life going to her wounds and being in service in the best way that she can. And so I personally met with her for 300 more hours and so until she became a 500-hour teacher. Then we started another program, which she kind of shadowed and assisted. So she's got 700 hours of training. And she is now, to my knowledge, the only incarcerated person on this planet who is leading yoga teacher training programs to people behind bars. Wow, that is awesome. You gave Is that cool? Yeah, well, yes, it's more than cool. I don't even know the word for it, but somebody that had no purpose because they were going to do life in prison. They're never coming home. They're never going to have the kind of purposes that free people would have. You you reached beyond the bars and you gave that to them. Wow, that's yeah. so cool. That is- And it's that's just cool. beautiful to see. She has 10 women in her program right now. And I, like I've seen them maybe twice when I dropped off books. She is running the show and she's so, so good at it. Wow. And as those people leave, most of them are on shorter sentences. So they leave with her influence and come out and do good things in the world. So it's just, it, that to me is the model. I want to see that model happen again and again and again and again. I want to start training lifers to do this work. Wow. That's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. I love, I love that mission. That's great. Wow. Yeah. Amazing. Amazing. So when it comes to uh, Yoga Forward, how many years has it been going now? We started that in 2017. So we're six years in right now. Exactly. And um, I'll tell you what, donations are the only thing that keep us alive. So if anyone wants to jump onto yogaforward.org, take a look at what we're doing there. There are a lot of news uh, like media pieces on there. You can see what we've been doing in the system. Uh, we love your support. <laughs> any any thoughts about what if somebody in another state wanted to figure out how to do what you're doing in their state? You know, um, is there any thoughts as far as how you can spread your impact in, in that way? Or um, 
Yeah, physically, we do. My uh, executive director right now is is heading back to Philadelphia um, for the American Corrections Association. And she's doing a 90 minute presentation for administrative people, wardens, officers from around the country on the work we're doing here. The problem is we're just so small and so tight, you know, and there's demands here locally. We don't have the man or woman power to get out there and serve, but we can be consultants. And I think we can work with fitness professionals, yoga teachers, and folks in the correctional system, um, criminal justice system, to help people do what we're doing. Yeah. So happy to serve in that way. I was just curious because I think that uh, as many states as possible need what you're doing. And Mm -hmm. that's Mm -hmm. awesome. That's wonderful. So, Denise, um, you know, as you received your award uh, for uh, World Inspiration Award, I think that's an awesome award. Um, You know, we we were talking a little bit on today's show that you don't go through anything significant unless it's to be a benefit to other people. Now, your father had a struggle, which was your struggle as well. We don't have someone that we love go through things and and not go through that with them. Uh, You know, it affects us. Um, and you've had your own uh, physical struggles. Can we talk a little bit about those, if you don't mind? We sure can. All right. <laughs> you want to talk about my best teacher? Yes, I want to talk about your best teacher. My guru is called cancer. Mm. So, um, you know, in my speech at IDEA, I talked about how I think life is like a good personal trainer. And when you're cruising along and you're lifting your 15s and your trainer says, you know, you've been doing that for a while. You're kind of on autopilot. Here, take these 20s. Mm-hmm. Right? That's what a good trainer does. Right. And you grab right. those 20s and you're like, I can't lift these. And what does a trainer say? Yes, you can. I'm going to help you. I'm going to spot you. We'll start with one rep. We can do hard things. So I shared that as part of my acceptance speech and then uh, shared that in the year of 2015, I was diagnosed with breast cancer. And that was my hard thing that came along as a challenge to me. And um, I spent five years doing all the things people do going through cancer treatments. In the year 2000, I got to ring the bell and say that I was cancer free. And for three years, I've been cruising in the weight room with my 15s. Mm-hmm. On June 21st, I was of this year, I was driving out to the prison to teach, and I got a phone call from my oncologist. I had been there for a routine visit, and they were calling to tell me that my cancer is back. Mm-hmm. And this time it is visiting in the form of lung and spine. So uh, not good news. Mm -hmm. Uh, I can't imagine a worse phone call to get. Mm -hmm. So to stand on that stage, Travis, and share with those people, literally, I'm going to get emotional right now, so bear with me, but um, literally the highlight of my career, side by side with the worst news I've ever heard, and to hold both of those in my hand and go, wow, our hearts have the capacity to hold both, right? The grief and the joy side by side, like you don't get through life without both of those. We just don't. So here we go. 
here's another hard thing. The class is in session. The teacher is back. Mm. Yeah. I'm so sorry for what you're facing. And I'm so inspired by the way that you face it. I'm so inspired by the way that you describe it as your greatest guru, your greatest teacher. And then even give the lesson about the heart's capacity and that you could, through your own mindfulness, be able to enjoy your award and, and face your battle at the same time. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And I have, uh, you know, the waiting is the hardest part when you receive a diagnosis of any sort. The waiting is I guess it's not the hardest part. I don't know yet what the hardest part will be, but so far the waiting's been pretty brutal. And um, I don't know what the future holds. I, I'm not deceiving myself into thinking it's going to be easy. I think it's going to be really hard. I feel like what I did before was probably like a high school diploma and now I'm going into graduate school. But I do know this, Travis, I know that what I've already learned from cancer round one and 30 days into round two is that this is reminding me to be present. This is reminding me in the, in, with a megaphone, do not miss the moments of your life. Don't get ahead of yourself. Don't start thinking about tomorrow because I do have a doctor's appointment tomorrow. They're going to give me the results of a biopsy, maybe a treatment plan starting tomorrow. But I'm not going to give away today thinking about what might happen tomorrow because today I'm sitting here looking at you, your face, and having this incredible honor to have a conversation with you. My chocolate lab is right here. My husband's working in the yard. I just saw my three grown boys and got huge hugs. How could I give away today mm. by worrying about tomorrow? And I know that's what cancer is here to teach me. That's a great lesson. That's a great lesson. When it comes to your cancer, or even when it comes to Yoga Forward, which is a result of an empathy that you developed through your father and, you know, his... Uh, adversity in life that he had to overcome you know his alcoholism uh what have been some of your greatest lessons because that is a pretty powerful one that you just shared and it made me it made me hungry i was like denise feed me this is so so good you know tell me tell me the things you're learning because you know when i when i think about facing such adversity i can see how it would give you a unique perspective on time and being present and, and not letting any more time be stolen from you. Yeah. What else, what else would you share with our audience? Um, I mean, on a really personal note, I've been married for 28 years and I am married to an absolutely incredible human being, but in all honesty, I've been taking him for granted. Mm -hmm. I've been just taking for granted that we would just have so much time together and he, my husband is, he cooks every meal I eat. He's just, he's a great dad. He's a fantastic partner, hard worker. I love him so much, but I have not felt this much love and appreciation for him prior to this. And it's like your whole world, everything that I was complaining about a month ago seems so ridiculous to me right now. The little nitpicky things that we complain about each other in our relationships so unimportant. 
I look back at Facebook and Instagram and the things that I was whining about a month ago. Are you kidding me? Like, like we waste so much time with things that seem like a big deal and it takes a big deal to show us those are little, those are little deals. (laughs) The big deal is right here. Cancer may be your teacher, but today you're mine, and I and I appreciate what you're sharing with our audience. It's uh, it's just so true. Um, it's so important not to give away today. Uh, that's yeah. a great lesson. And it, Overcomer Nation, listen, listen to this. If that person that you've been married to or that you're living with that has been your life's partner for a significant period of time is getting on your nerves because you've decided to take them for granted, you know? And we we kind of make those unconscious decisions along the way, don't we? We just start, you know, instead of focusing on all the love that we feel in our heart, we start focusing on, oh, man, I left the hair in the sink again, (laughs) whatever it might be, you know? And, 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 And we, when we focus, you know, when we change the way we look at things, the things we look at change, right? That's a great Wayne Dyer quote. And yeah. that's what happens to us sometimes along the way, we start to look at things differently. We're not looking at the love, but a situation like this certainly reminds us of who's in our life and how important they are. Yeah. yeah. And when you talk about hair in the sink, that's not your wife complaining about you, right? <laughs> well, it could be, you know, I shaved my head, I shaved my beard, <laughs> shaved, you know, I got a lot of whiskers floating around. Uh but no, I'll admit it. And, and you know, <laughs> I want to turn our podcast into a counseling session today. However, you know, uh, <laughs> she's been an angel in my life. Um, you know, anybody that's listened to this show long enough knows that I was incarcerated for almost a decade of my life. And uh, she was with me before it and she's been with me after it. But it's easy for us to get overwhelmed by life. Uh, busy business owners, got a franchise, got all kinds of stuff. Oh, my goodness. If I listed it, it would take uh, much more time than what we have on this show. And so therefore, tensions can get high. You know, you're you're sometimes just too consumed by the work instead of looking at the person in front of you and just being appreciative, you know, so. Uh, That's right. It's a great lesson. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. I would say, like, if you'll indulge me in one more life lesson, we touched on it before. Don't, you know, don't. Um, I, If I could do a second TED Talk, the message would be stop asking that question, meaning when you meet someone that's been incarcerated or really, you know, any tough thing in their past, like, let's stop holding each other to the worst thing we ever did. And can you imagine, Travis, if, if anyone were to look at you as just someone who did time and look what you're doing now in the world, you know, so if, if we could see each other in the present moment as someone with infinite potential and as someone whose past actually, my grandmother said this, your past doesn't define you. Your past prepares you. Mm. And when we look at it that way, like it's almost like that had to happen to you to get you here. And now watch what I do with it. Yeah. Your your past doesn't define you, it prepares you. Wow. Yeah. That's good. That's it so put good. you right here. It put us here. Your past and my past brought us right here together. Yeah, that's so good. So good. Well, you've given our audience a ton of gems today. You know, <laughs> even 
even the way that you're able to look at people when you go into prison, I know I've already highlighted this, but I'll highlight it again because I think it's one of the lessons that our, our listeners should take with them. Uh, you know, incarcerated people are near and dear to my heart. Uh, you know, I look at them differently. I was one. Um, my daughter's currently one. That's tough to say out loud. Um, you know, yeah. we definitely have a very emotional connection here. Um, and so, you know, she is not what she did what she did is not who she is, you know, and it's very important for people like you to be able to go into prisons and give even lifers a purpose. And I am sorry for what you are going through right now. And you will be in my thoughts and prayers, and I will be sending all the positive energy to you that I can. And on okay. that note, I want to thank you for how you're utilizing it to give us lessons about not giving <laughs> away today. That's so good about appreciating yeah person you have in front of you so good yeah. and then uh our infinite potential that's a really yeah. good one yeah we only get one now mm -hmm. and it's always now <laughs> so stay here stay here <laughs> and, and how long were you doing yoga before you learned to master that right because i feel like that's been part of your journey right i mean Mm -hmm. uh, you know <laughs> i've done a lot in the fitness industry myself 1996 was when i started but uh you know different things program director spin instructor whatever you know here i am franchisor um but you make me want to be a yoga instructor because you make me want to have that that mindfulness that you have and i think it's helping you with your the fight that you have in front of you but uh 100 yeah did you notice those uh those benefits early on? Uh, did it take you a while to get there? It did take me a while um, because in my early days of yoga, I was a mom with young kids. Mm -hmm. I was a business owner. It was a workout for me. I wasn't looking at it like that. It kind of sneaks up on you, actually. Mm -hmm. Like yoga, I think, wants to be that in your life. The ultimate goal of yoga is that you know, all of the yoga masters will tell you that all of our suffering happens here between our ears. And yoga is, to me, the best way, yoga and meditation, to quiet that monkey mind. And when it's quiet, it's a deep well of wisdom. Like, we all have this wisdom within us, and we just can't hear it because we're so like, what's for dinner? And I can't believe she said that and all the things, right? Right, right. So, um, so it did sneak up on me like it does everyone, but I highly recommend that you add the practices of mindfulness to what you're already doing, and it will make everything you're do allow you to do everything you're doing better. Wow. I promise you that. That really interests me because I have a belief that we are eternal beings, you know, that we're spiritual beings going through a human experience. But if I am an eternal being, then I have an eternal wisdom inside me that if I could quiet my monkey brain, I could get a little access to. And that sounds really good to me. Get the juice, man. You get that divine download. <laughs> <laughs> you can't cool. hear it if you're in a noisy room. You can't hear the, you know, your antennas up, but you can't pick up the signals. Uh, well, Denise, let me ask you this for our listeners that would be inspired by this episode and and i i think that's everyone <laughs> if if you're not inspired go back and rewind and uh start again um <laughs> what can we do uh what can we best do to support you uh you know what what call to action if people are feeling moved by what you're doing and, and what you're up against uh how can we best support you gosh thank you for asking that um 
I do send out a pretty regular newsletter. And so if you want to put my um, my contact information in the show notes, you're you're welcome to. Um, the website is the website for my teacher training is yogaassets.com. And on there you'll find a, a box where you can sign up to receive my personal email newsletter. And I'm being really transparent about my journey. If you follow me on Instagram or Facebook, it's just my name. And I'm being very public and transparent about this journey, hoping to inspire, hoping to make up for all of my past nonsense that I used to post about trivial things by posting good inspirational things now. Um, I would just love, you know, to grow my community of people that are praying for me, sending out those the best energy that you can send out. Um, and then I guess what you could do more than anything is be present and live your life to the fullest extent in this moment. Um, I think that would be the greatest gift to me is if you hear this podcast and you're inspired, just jump into your life with both feet and with arms wide open and don't, don't worry about tomorrow being today. Oh, that's so that's good. it. Being yeah. today. <laughs> look at that person you got in front of you, husband or wife. <laughs> Appreciate them for the great human that they are, the one that you fell in love with. Yes. Really, really good. Oof. You got me emotional on here. I'll tell you, that doesn't happen very often, you know, but uh, <laughs> I thank you for it because it's a good teacher. It's a good teacher. So thank you. Thank you. And uh, so that's best. Is that where you hang out the most uh, as far as uh, the place to follow you? And of course, we'll sign up for your newsletter, but uh, Facebook on uh, your name or Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty, pretty active on the socials. Okay. Um, and Perfect. I love making new friends there and I'm really good with the DMs. So what is it called? Slide into my DMs and I'll, we'll, we'll be friends. <laughs> it's going down in the DM. All right. <laughs> that's really <laughs> Awesome. Thank you so much for being on the show today. Travis, thank you so much. It really is an honor to be on your show and just, just to be a tiny part of what you're doing in the world. Um, give your wife my best and to Overcomers Nation. And you guys just go out there and slay it. Today's your day. Thanks for listening, Overcomer Nation. Make sure if you haven't already, give us a five-star rating. Make sure that you share this and subscribe so you can see all of our future content. That's right. And if you'd like to be a guest on a future show, go to overcomers-podcast.com. If you're interested in our franchise opportunities with Journey 333, then go to www.journeyfitness333.com. And finally, if you like what you heard today and you feel like you're somebody that needs a bit more coaching, go to travisbarnes.com. Yeah!